Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by One United Bank, America's largest black-owned bank and first black internet bank. Is your New Year's resolution to get your finances in order this year? One United has got you covered. One United believes that money is power and we can use it to build wealth in the black community, not only for today, but for the future as well. This is more than a moment, it's a movement. And with the right mindset and actions, we can be financially woke. When we unite the power of our dollars, there's no limit to what we can do. Move your money and bank black with One United Bank today. Visit oneunited.com to learn more. Hey y'all, happy new year. Happy new year. Joy Marie here. And Courtney. And we're back. Did you guys miss us? I hope so. <laughs> new episodes of Job Blogs on the 1st and 15th. We're back in the flow after the holidays. Yes. And we have a great episode coming up for you today. It's MLK Day, so in the spirit of Dr. King's commitment to financial freedom, we're celebrating the creative resistance yes. that we've shown to like dream big financially and make them a reality. So let's get into it. But y'all know we like to start the episodes with a clock in, check in on how we're each doing mm-hmm. personally, professionally, and also just chat, catch up on the affairs of the world. Yes. Courtney, how are you? I'm doing good. The holiday cannot come soon enough <laughs> like it's only been how many days into the new year and i'm all, and i was already 14. like 14 <laughs> three day weekend oh my god but it's just like everyone comes back and yeah. it's just like craziness mm-hmm. so i'm glad we have this you know quick holiday yep and another one coming up next and month and another one coming up next <laughs> month i booked a, a little getaway for the spring to look oh, forward cute. to cute. so that's good and i did i tried something different this okay. year what you do the girls were talking about visualization hmm. on social media instead of resolutions is, instead of resolutions you just write down the things that you see for yourself in the new year and mm-hmm. just like what you will accomplish. Okay. And then that's supposed to like plant the seed. You revisit it throughout the year. Okay. Can and they say share? it works. Can you share some of your visualizations? I or? mean, it's a mix. Let me see. I have it on my phone. You know, it's a mix. A lot of it is making mental health, mm-hmm. spiritual health a priority, getting mm-hmm. healthy. And then a lot of like relationship stuff. I want to make sure. I'm maintaining friendships, mm-hmm. having good communication with my partner, and, you know, slaying at work. Yes. You know, the general. Per just, usual. You know, the general <laughs> glow up. I love it. Stuff. I what, love it. What about you? I'm good. I'm good. I had a really sunken place kind of holiday yeah, season. <laughs> I stayed local and I wasn't with my family, so uh-huh. I probably won't do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but literally, Jan first came through and I just felt the whole new energy of the new year. I just felt reinvigorated. Um, I know people are kind of like anti-resolutions and stuff, but I really just always love the spirit of everyone like I think it's the collective energy yeah. that makes it special. Yeah, so it was really um, awesome. It's been a great two weeks so far. I um, am really optimistic about the year. My 
focus word, if you will, or my visualization for myself is around discipline. Mm. And so, you know, I think I, I've done a lot and, um, you know, I've accomplished a lot. But I think if I were really more disciplined in all areas when it comes to health and finances and um, not, you know, just kind of hold off sometimes on immediate gratification mm-hmm. for the longer term result. Yeah. Um, I think that's just going to help to elevate in all areas. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I think it's going to be an awesome year. Me too. I feel it. So have you read Fire and Fury? No. The (laughs) Scandalo (laughs) book about Trumpito. Oh, no. No. Oh, girl. I love a soap Did you opera. read it? I haven't finished it. I read like the first few chapters and mm. it is so messy. Like it yeah. is just like <laughs> office drama. Yeah. Like it's amazing. Yeah. And it's like the pinnacle of privilege. Like so I haven't read the whole thing but the gist so far is that nobody thought they were going to win. Mm. But then when they did win they were like oh well we must deserve it. We must. Right. Like he must know what he's doing. Right. We must know what we're doing and nobody knows anything. Right. So it's just everyone <laughs> clawing at each other. Yeah. It's the most pettiest thing. And that's our country. <laughs> I'm waiting for the miniseries or soap opera to come yes. out because that Netflix. sounds like. You listen. know I wonder who bought the rights to right. it. Because it's already happened. <laughs> Prime television. Oh it's going to be so good. Oh my gosh. Okay I'm going to have to check that out. In other news, yes. I liked the recent wave with the Time's Up mm-hmm. movement. So yeah. I tuned into a bit of the Golden Globes. Yes, so everyone in black, their black everything. attire. Which How like, did you feel yeah, about that? Okay. I had mixed feelings. We're on the same page. Because okay. I was like, cute. Um, you guys typically wear black to this <laughs> black tie And they function. were like, and the men will be as well. I'm like, that's all they wear. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it felt like a, a bit of a complicit move, And then it's like, was it all black or a mostly black. A little bit of black, right. Nobody knew. Because some of y'all were trying it. Yeah. But you know what? Any, you know, I'm not one to critique people's little bit of effort. Like, any move in the right direction will take, but it's like, y'all gonna have to do more than that. So. Yeah. I think it's just, I mean, they're trying, Mm -hmm. but it's clearly not their wheelhouse. Yeah. Because it's just like, even like Ryan Seacrest out on that red carpet I didn't watch the ceremonies but I got into the fashions really quick yes and he's in there like still trying to talk to people about like their movie and Mm. their shoes and Mm. like they're standing next to like they had to force him to like talk about the issue yeah and it's just like yeah it's uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable uncomfortable. but you know I think in this 45 era of fire and fury and all of this that's happening with time's up Um, And even just kind of the Women's March last year, it's like a really incredible time to be Mm -hmm. in media or just like to have conversations people were not comfortable having before. Yeah. So I look forward to more of that, even in like our career space and Mm -hmm. stuff like I just look forward to more honesty. That's why I'm waiting to see if it trickles down because I feel like it happens in media because that. It's so close to, like, the people who, like, get the word out, Mm -hmm. and it's so visible. But, like, Mm -hmm. you know, industries like farming or retail or anything else, like, is it going to trickle down to there as well? Right. We can't forget, I keep thinking only about the coastal elite, West Mm -hmm. Coast, East Coast peeps in metropolitan cities, but that's a whole lot of in-between. Yeah, so get comfortable being uncomfortable. Right. 
So now it's time for Rants, Raves, and Reviews. As you guys know, this is the segment of the show where we highlight products, services, tools, or experiences that we're either currently loving or not loving so much in our professional lives. Mm-hmm. Courtney, you're up. What are you doing this week? Well, in the spirit of, you know, creating healthy habits, I downloaded this app. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you always need a little help in these areas. It's yes. called Better Habits. Okay. And it's this really simple interface. Um, you o- can only work on three habits at a time. Mm-hmm. And basically, you open the app, and there's, like, three big buttons, basically, for each habit. Mm-hmm. And you just hit the button every time you complete it. But okay. the thing is, when you set it up, they ask you, like, what days of the week? Do you want to do this habit? Do you mm. want a reminder? Like, how many reminders do you want? Nice. How difficult do you think it'll be? And based on that, they set the length for okay. how long this is a habit on your app. Oh, and if okay. you miss, like, days, then they adjust the length huh. and kind of keep track. Calibrate of, it. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, to how you're doing. So I just like it as a simple concept because yeah. it's just like, it's, I'm not thinking about it. just like, okay, hit the yeah. button. And it's done. Yeah. And you can kind of, and then it has a little progress bar to tell you how far you're Yeah. Along. What you working on? I have, one is working out. Oh, nice. Um, and then the two are really simple. I was listening to a Super Soul podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, Oprah's Lady Baby. <laughs> and she had this guy on there talking about happiness mm. and how it's really, it's a choice. And mm. you can do things to cultivate yes. and improve your mood. And yeah. one of the things he said was, to just say three things that you're grateful for every day. Oh, my God. You better segue into my race. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So every morning I have it set for to remind me, like, on my commute to, like, oh, just say three things that I'm grateful for. I love for. that. And the other one he recommended was to write down a meaningful moment that mm. happened during the last 24 hours. Oh. Just to, like, that makes you, like, pay more attention yes. to the things that are happening. Yes. So... Of course, you know, the gratefulness one is the easiest. Yes. I have all my sprints. Yes. I love it. The ones are a little lagging, but we're going to get it together. That's awesome. Better Habits. Better Habits app. Checking that out. I love that. Um, So I am also raving this week. And I'm raving about mood charts. You showed me this. I did show you this. So I was scrolling on my Insta stories, as one does, and Mm -hmm. I came across someone who had this really complex chart where it had every day of the week, every month of the year, and it had a little quadrant for each, and it was color-coded. And you basically go in every day and fill it with your mood. So were you happy that day, angry, Mm. frustrated, anxious, were you like you know, super stressed out, um, and you color code it. And that way you can go back and just take sort of a glance at your month, at your week, and see where your peaks were and where your lows were and maybe think through why. I think it's also a therapist um, tool. And so that was a little much for me. I'd actually (laughs) started to build out the template. But I decided to take kind of a hybrid of that and do more of a gratitude chart. And so like you were just talking about, so I, someone gifted me a journal over the holidays, shout outs to my bestie, Yonori, and I decided to use it to fill in just like every day one or two things I'm really grateful for. <laughs> I love it. And the other reason that I've enjoyed it so far even in the new year is because like looking back on the stuff I write down, so far it's like generally not related to like work accomplishments or like mm. money or things like that, even though 
you know, a lot of times when we reflect on the year, those are the things we highlight. Yeah. But for me, it's really been small moments like having a very meaningful conversation with someone. Yeah. Or um, booking a trip somewhere Mm -hmm. or like just having an awesome jam session on a Saturday morning with a playlist that I love. And so it is a small thing. Yeah. Because I even noticed doing that you know, gratefulness, those three things. Mm-hmm. He, because he tells you, don't repeat it. Like, you mm. have to choose something different. So you wind up like picking the most random, like, mm. oh, the smell of fresh rain yes. and stuff like that. But <laughs> it's important to notice those yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, all that to say, like, just definitely stay encouraged. I think a lot of times we relate success to like what we've accomplished. Yeah. And I think that's fine. But I think real happiness comes from those small moments and like, to me, what I'm striving for this year is happiness as my form of success. So oh, your default. Yes. Yes. Listen. I love it. <laughs> At the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land, through an act of Congress. Our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest, which meant that it was willing to undergird its white peasants from Europe with an economic floor. But not only did they give the land, they built land-grant colleges with government money to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, they provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farms. Not only that, today many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. This is what we are faced with, and this is a reality. Now, when we come to Washington, In this campaign, we are coming to get our check. So, Martin Luther King Jr. Yes. I feel like, well, I think it's widely known among most circles that this is a figure that tends to get glossed over Mm -hmm. to to kind of fit, you know, what looks good on a postage stamp. Mm -hmm. But uh, as we were preparing for this episode, I was reading more on economic justice Mm -hmm. was really important for Dr. King and he was actually assassinated um, as he was working on a march on Washington called the Poor People's Campaign Hmm, and it was their goal was to erect a tent city on the National Mall Mm. as a way of plainly showing joblessness and Mm. putting it basically at power's doorstep Mm. and Dr. King actually wanted to eradicate poverty by giving every American a guaranteed middle-class income, which we call today a universal basic income. Mm. And so it's just interesting that these issues aren't new yeah. and that people have been trying to kind of level the playing field yeah. um, in this country for so long. Yeah, and I think also what that strikes me as strongly that I never really thought about is like the conversation around like equal pay mm-hmm. and careers and just like, you know that kind of equality in your workspaces the stuff we talk about on here every week yeah is just as important to this movement and to the civil rights movement as well right and it's kind of like it's really intertwined i remember yeah. when i was in south africa 
Um, and we went to the prison where Mandela was housed. And mm-hmm. they have former prisoners as tour guides. Mm. And he was wow. saying, um, you know, he basically shared with us. Uh, my boyfriend asked him, like, how does it feel to, like, work here? Yeah. And he was like, well, you know, we were given our freedom, but we weren't financially free. Mm. So we're still in bondage in that way. Okay. So it's just like. It's systemic. Yes. It's like huge, huge problems. Yeah. But the one thing that gives me hope is that just as a people, as black people, as immigrants, really American people, part yeah. of our DNA is like being creative yep. to like, I want to make it happen. We make it work. You know, the odds are against me, but whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to make this work. Yep. So today we're really celebrating that. Yes. And all the time you see the hustle is real. Yes. But I feel like the first step of like making that happen is allowing yourself to dream and being clear mm-hmm. about like what because we always say you know we want to be successful we want to yes. be you know financially stable or um or be wealthy but what does that look like right to to you to you yeah 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 so defining is the first step right so, so articulating it um and like to your point it does vary a lot by person if you're in survival mode you know for you that might be literally having the freedom and ability to take care of your basic needs and Mm -hmm. then a little bit more on top of that. But um, thinking beyond that, I mean, I'm just trying to think of like what some scenarios might be. For me, um, last year, a big focus was getting out of uh, debt, a specific Mm -hmm. form of debt, and working and focusing on my savings so that if I really dig deep, it's so that I have the freedom to make choices that are right for me versus operating from a place of just paying my bills. Yeah. Yeah, same. I feel like I'm such an independent person. Like, mm-hmm. you just see ability to not be always on somebody else's time telling mm. me what to do mm. is a big part of that. But I think you kind of touched on it a little bit, kind of almost segmenting your dreams and, like, yeah. making them realistic. Yeah. Because, like, you can want, you know, the big pie in the sky, but also making it attainable. Because right. if you go too hard, then it's just, like... You're just creating frustration for yeah, yourself. That's so true. it could be like, I want to be able to pay all my bills on time. Yeah. And I want to get out of debt. And that's okay. Right. That's, and that's just perfect. Because once you <laughs> accomplish that yeah. dream, you can get another one. Yeah. So I like this idea of kind of being very specific about. Um, what we want to accomplish and Mm -hmm. deciding what it looks like and thank god like we live in a time where we have all the tools to like research and find out exactly what it takes yes to get there right the internet exists praise god and i also think it's important that we share that vision with other people especially finance can be like shame you know associated with it or just like very private situation you don't want to share it but you never know like what resources are available to you if you're not talking about it. Yeah, and I think, I mean, another piece of this too is like sometimes you, we all sort of operate in the capacity of what we've been exposed to. So Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't dream bigger because you haven't seen bigger. Right. And you don't know you can. And so I think another part of sharing or tapping into resources, whatever's available to you, or even the internet, um, that serves the purpose of also helping you to stretch those dreams, mm. you know, if it's relevant for you and, and kind of helping you to think bigger and just know like, oh, there's someone else out there that looks like me that had the same situation that maybe was drowning in $40,000 of debt, yeah, but still managed happen. to create, you know, a six month emergency fund. Like I can do that too. And so I think that's kind of the other added benefit of sharing and, and reaching beyond yourself and trying to solve it on your own yeah and you never know like it could be a potential partner like Mm -hmm. maybe 
you want to buy a house and you could partner, you know, their investment groups to like buy houses or invest in the stock market or whatever you want to do. Like you don't have to like, you know, completely stand on your own. Yeah. And I think I mean, I think another important part of just articulating that vision for financial freedom, though, is like knowing where you're starting. And we've Mm. talked about that in a lot of episodes. Like you do have to get real about the position you're playing from. And so that does require, you know, doing the work of facing your current finances, taking a look at, you know, your current job, the current income streams that you have, and if they're serving you and if they're not. Um, But you have to lay that all out and look at it. You can't really have this discussion if you haven't done that. Yeah, I think you need to, really it's work like the whole way through. And when you lay it out, and you're real about where you are and where you want to be, then you can hold yourself accountable and track your progress. Yeah. Also, when you think about your goals, like making sure not to define them by other people's expectations Mm, for you or of you is important because, I don't know, I, I can't, like, I think sometimes we feel like, oh, I need to, like, own a home or yeah. I need to, you know, have a car and X, Y, Z in my savings by this age, right? We put mm-hmm. these, like, things, these parameters on it. But what's important for you? Like, is it that or is it just the freedom to be able to travel two or three times a year? You know, like, what's actually important for your scenario? And so yeah, I think also doing the work to figure out, like, what do I value? And also are my goals both short and long-term going to set me up for the life I want to live later down the Mm -hmm. line? So once you kind of lay it out and you're ready to like pursue these different goals, I wanted to talk a little bit about getting creative about whether it's generating income or financing ideas Mm -hmm. because we see this all the time and you know we see like the side hustle culture and people kind of want to get in on that but what do you think is like a good way to begin if you're you know you're just at your job and you need some extra money Mm -hmm. do I have to go straight to like yeah a waitress right word up to waitresses yeah (laughs) very important for the culture and I was done (laughs) I was done Yeah, I mean, that's a really interesting and tough question. Um, I think it still starts with an audit because I think sometimes you can look at your current job or, you know, your current financial situation, either find places to save or pockets to save Mm. to, you know, work towards that goal or, you know, find small ways you can get additional income within, you know, Mm -hmm. your existing network. Um, even if when you start to audit like what you're good at and maybe things you've been doing for free that you need to start charging for (laughs) that still starts with kind of an audit of like hey what do my friends always hit me up for that I keep doing for them for free that I could start charging yeah so I think looking step number one is like still take a look at what you have available because I think other things do require a little bit more legwork to Mm -hmm. step into. Yeah, and I feel like, again, that's why community and Mm -hmm. sharing is so important because other people will see things in you that you don't see. Yeah. And the flip side of that, well, other people need things and they don't realize that they have a resource in you that's right there. Yeah. To pay (laughs) in exchange Mm -hmm. of services. So kind of uplifting each other. Yeah. Because I even look at, like, my – we say this all the time. Like, when I look at my family, like, there's so much talent there. Like, we opened up a shop. Right. Like, 
everybody has like a skill that they're yeah. good at. So yeah. it's just a matter of being strategic and looking looking at yourself differently. Yeah. Looking at yourself as a resource. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, like looking even at my own personal scenario, because that was a goal last year mm-hmm. and even before. You know, creating things that can, you know, can serve as forms of or additional revenue streams for you is a good idea. So whether it's a podcast or you know, a design website, or even if it's just like, you know, you do a series of weekly thought leadership LinkedIn posts on a specific topic, or maybe you give people, you know, your POV on what the arts community is doing every week. Mm -hmm. When you create things like that, those are easy ways to, maybe they don't make you money right away, but those are are easy things you can then package later and serve up as content or, you know, partnerships um, with other people or maybe even do an event around it. So I'd say like passively, you know, start to think about are there, is there like content? Are there things like that I can start to create? But then I also think in two categories, like goods and services. Mm. So if you can create actual products, you know, I don't know if you like make jewelry or um, we'll do resumes. I met somebody one day at a party. Mm -hmm. He made bracelets for men was able to quit his job just mm. off of making braces for men. And he was like, oh, the bulk of my traffic comes because I looked into SEO. Mm. And anytime you Google men's bracelets and Google images, that most of my stuff comes up oh, wow. at the top. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> you liberated yourself with bracelets. Put me on. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, in this information era, honestly, like, think about, like, is it a good, is it a physical product I can create, or is it a service? You know, is it something I can do for others, like, review their resume? Um, The thing with both those scenarios, though, to your point, even in that example, is, like, you got to set it up the right way, and that takes work, and usually that takes an upfront investment Mm. as well, whether it's that SEO or the website or domain, you know, like, it takes work to get it out there the right way, and also to build your customer base. Yeah, for sure. And I think you also have to remember, like, you don't have to have this nationwide global brand for yourself. Like, you really know what you need to reach to (laughs) turn a profit. Yeah. Know what you need to reach to live off of. Yeah. And just get there. Yeah. And then, I like, in this day, in the gig economy, too, you can do the waitress thing if you want. You can bartend. You can you know, drive Ubers, you like, yeah. you can drive a Lyft. Um, I love the concept of like sites like Fiverr. Yeah. Where they like simplify, it's just like a logo. Yeah. I can give you this thing. And that's such a great entryway yep. to like grow your clientele. Exactly, exactly. Etsy shops. Like, yes. The sky is truly the limit. It's just in all of that, it is a form of entrepreneurship. You're marketing yourself and your work. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, take it seriously. Like, differentiate yourself give people good customer service get lots of testimonials Mm -hmm. um, even before you're ready to start monetizing whatever it is like if you're for instance in the example of like doing stuff for your friends for free all the time tell them to start giving you testimonials and referrals together hello (laughs) amen When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, honestly, the sky's the limit. What's yeah. like, what did you do outside of your day job last I, year? It was a creative way you made a little extra money. Well, um, I used, I usually use writing as a mm. fallback. And it was amazing. It's amazing how things work. Because I was writing just, you know, pitching media outlets um, for work. And then one day somebody hit me up, like, through my like website portfolio. Nice. And it was like, oh, I'd like to offer you, like, you know, this corporate writing gig. Yeah. You're writing articles for. Um, it was a Getty website. Nice. And she was paying me, like, ten times. Yes. What I was making writing for media outlets work so it's just like the level up like yeah. put in the work yeah make sure you're packaging so people see your expertise yeah and like and you'll attract like the bigger fish and that's interesting too because that's also like don't sleep on people that don't look like what you think your client mm-hmm. should be right like as a writer you might think oh i gotta be in like a publication or right. Yeah, it was all digital content. Yeah. And she was like, well, I need some digital content. Yeah. Listen, I love a good B2B play. I tell (laughs) all my friends, stop trying to sell to, like, these, like, your friends and these consumers out here who got $20, $30, $50 for you. (laughs) Work with businesses. Yeah. Businesses got bigger budgets. So, you know, if you can go into, you definitely have to have your stuff together with them mm-hmm. and, and voice templates and all of that. Yeah. Oh, I saw this on one of my um, shows I love on is it CNBC. Mm-hmm. It's called The Profit. Where yes. You, you I like love that profit? show. Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and it was like this little boy um, in Jersey. He was selling cookies. Mm-hmm. Boy was like. He was, like, selling direct-to-consumer, but he had hooked it up. He went to the Mercedes-Benz dealership mm. and was like, buy all these cookies for the people who are waiting for their car. Yes. So he had just sold out his inventory, Listen. like, each week to the Benz dealership. Yes. Then you got to deal with one client, right. one accounting department. You might not see your money for 90 days. Listen. But. <laughs> That's another but podcast. That's a bigger <laughs> That's a bigger check. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the wave I'm on. Um, in the past, I've done freelance graphic design work, which wasn't worth my time. And mm-hmm. so I had to stop because also when you're thinking about your pricing, make sure you're billing for all that back end time it yeah. takes to put whatever you're doing together. Um, and then last year, just like like on an influencer tip, you know, we got a, we got a couple gigs here and there. We don't mm-hmm. even have like a crazy big following, but... Again, referrals. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. So we talked a little bit about the investment needed up front. Yes. And I've had people reach out to me and ask just like different ways like to get your idea off the ground or your Mm -hmm. project. Mm -hmm. Um, And a friend of mine, her sister was launch wanted to launch a book mm. uh, so she texted me like what are you know she can't afford the photographer this mm-hmm. or that so uh thinking about creative ways to start mm. and one thing that's really simple that i don't think people give much uh, as much weight to as they should is like trade and barter mm. 
And first of all, you got to have quality to get yes. quality <laughs> to use the tactic. Right. <laughs> um, but thinking like, okay, so I'm a writer. I need a photograph for my work. Reach out to, first of all, a photographer that's on your level, similar yes. standing, like starting out. You yes. can't like shoot for somebody yes. who's getting the big gigs. Yes. And so like, hey, I see you're out here. Let me write. Do you need any like writing for your website mm. or writing for like your portfolio or anything else? And see if you can trade that way. Yeah. Uh, and that's a great way to one, build a network mm-hmm. and also get the things that you need. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's, that's layers to all of that, from the makeup artist to the photographer yes. to, like you said, the website stuff. And um, and that's also a good point because don't try to be, you know, a jack of all trades and an expert of yeah. none. Like, you will burn yourself out sometimes trying to do all of it. So work with the people who do it well and learn how mm-hmm. to delegate in certain areas, too, like. If it's not your expertise, you know, 300 hours working on it when you could be focused on the thing that you're actually good at. Right, right. Uh, And there are sites out there that are doing really interesting things. I mean, again, like technology has empowered us in so many ways. So like there is, I know, Kickstarter just came out with Drip, Mm. which is like kind of like, what is it, Patreon? Yeah. Like these subscription services where you can get people to like make regular donations to your project. Yeah. You know, things like GoFundMe and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Although, I always read the fine print for those. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes they take out crazy yeah. percentages. Fees, yeah. But you can always replicate that, like, on your own right. time. Like, I've had people offer, like, oh, I'll give you, like, a dedication in, you know, my book if you, mm-hmm. like, can help support me for it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of almost like being, like, a founding yeah. patron mm-hmm. or sponsor for someone. Yeah. I think it's just really... First of all, I think it's like set your pride aside. <laughs> like you have I know, to like be hard. creative and just not be afraid to like ask people for help. Yeah. But also like have something that makes it worth their while. Yeah, because people are investing in you. Like anything that I've ever funded, I'm deeply invested in. Mm-hmm. I, and I also want to see how it turns out. Like yeah. don't have me donate and that's the last I hear from exactly. you. <laughs> like what happened to the project? Like, like make them a, pro- a community. Yeah. Like yes. you have to build it up. Yeah. And make it exciting. I want to go back to what you said about how to even get off the ground mm-hmm. because I feel like that's really important and yeah. it's like kind of easy to gloss over when you're having a conversation but to me that's what differentiates people who succeed from people who don't mm. um, and whatever that revenue stream might be. So like I'm sitting at home, I have my job, I've figured out like you know, X amount of money that I want to make per month more on top of my salary. I've done a little bit of research. Like what's, how do you actually get off the ground and do it in a productive way? What would you say are like a couple of steps? Well, for me and a lot of my friends, I've noticed when you build up expertise in a certain, at a certain level, a lot of times you're your own worst enemy to like shipping it and like Mm -hmm. getting it out the door. Mm -hmm. So like I work in communications and, you know, and like you, like a lot of people in design and stuff mm. like that, and like they will be like just and t- just torturing themselves yeah. over like, does this look right? Do you yeah. think the the messages are right? And does yeah. this look right? And is, is it at this level? And it's like a balance between being polished and yeah. professional and making sure it looks like quality, but also like just starting. <laughs> you have to start. <laughs> yeah, like you have to get it out yeah. the door. Yeah, I agree. And I think a lot of people can get paralyzed in that 
yeah. space. I think a good approach for that that I've encouraged a lot of my friends, like they'll reach out and be like, oh, you guys have a podcast, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, just start with one. Just mm-hmm. ship one thing, right? So in your design example, reach out to one friend and say, hey, can I do the flyer for your next event? Don't, you know, in the back of your mind, you're worried about money for the website and yeah. getting your email and together the logo. and doing the logo yeah. and throwing up the Instagram <laughs> and getting the business plan. Work on that parallel path, but like, just do the one thing with the one person, finish it, and get that content so that you can throw that on the site. And mm-hmm. once you have three or four of those, bundle them and say, hey, this is my service. This is what I do. Yeah. Um, and even if the site isn't ready, just shoot shoot an email out to your network and say, hey, guys, like I'm designing like flyers, for instance. Yeah. Here is a, a couple examples. Here's my rate sheet. You know, you could throw that together faster. But to your point, don't be paralyzed by the laundry list of things you need to yeah. perfect because you will iterate and improve as you go. Yeah, I think people forget about the, like, it's like testing and iteration. Yeah. And I feel like we talked about this way, way, way long ago. Yeah. Where um, this one management book I was reading was talking about you fire little bullets. Mm-hmm. Don't fire the cannon. But, right. At the, <laughs> right. your first try. Like, right. test it out. See where your target yep. is. See what the response is. Yeah. And then based on that, you can make it better so that when you come with the cannon. Yes. The canon is researched. It is like, you know, audience tested. Yes. It's together. Yes. Like, so I want everyone to pause this, grab a pen and some <laughs> paper or your little notepad, and literally write down like three small actions you can take towards that like revenue thing you've been thinking about I or that it. business idea, like right now. We'll you know? wait. We got to say, I feel like we have to put a time frame on it, too. Like, true. That you can actually take, say, within the next four weeks. I like that. Because I was going to say Q1, but that's not even. No, it's too long for the girls. (laughs) I know how y'all do because I do it, too. I'll be (laughs) like, oh, like. All right. So we've talked a little bit about the importance of diversifying our income and creating financial freedom for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We've talked about, you know, creative ways to do that a couple of ideas from us but we definitely want to hear you guys' ideas as well for sure um and then how to actually get those ideas off the ground right Mm -hmm. a little bit of a plan but i think there's also another element which we sort of touched on but what are like some really creative things you've seen people do with their communities with Mm -hmm. their friends to come up with more money well, I have been intrigued lately because I saw it once on Twitter and uh-huh. once on Instagram in the course of two days, which means it's a trend. <laughs> and that Facts. is like the tech um, equivalent of the Susu. Yeah. Which like using like these different cash apps and a Susu is basically, it's like a savings club. Yeah. If you're West Indian or African, <laughs> you know all about this. Okay. They're little like. It'll be like a family or like your local community. And basically everyone puts in a certain amount of money every Mm -hmm. month or whatever. And then you cash out, but you have to. So everyone gets that whole pot, but you have to take turns. Okay, so so each month everyone gets all the money that everyone contributed. One person gets. Yeah, one party. But every month you put in. And so it alternates who gets the whole pot every month. So like if you did it early, Mm -hmm. then it's almost like. Oh, I just got a loan because I just I didn't yeah, give a lot yeah. and I got all this money. And yeah. if you get it late, it's like, oh, I've been saving yeah. and now I get all this money. Yeah. And I just think it's I think it's a sign that people are looking for ways to help one another yes. and, and like looking for like 
creative solutions. Yeah. Because, like, that's a really old concept. Yeah, <laughs> but now that we have, like, the app, Technology. you can just sing, <laughs> you know, your payment. I love it. I love that yeah, like, when things, too. like, are, like, recreated. Me too. And, like, the tech world. Yeah, get creative out here. Like, yeah. I'm, I've seen people do house parties. Like I love because uh, you went the party you went to on New Year's. Yes. You were telling me your friend, my homegirl, throws house parties. Yeah, shout out How to Erica. Retro. Yeah, she has a brownstone in Brooklyn, and like she's the type of person who's always cooking, always hosting. Like throws down when you go over there. And again, going back to like what you already do and where you can make money. Like first of all, throwing events costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, girl, charge some coin and you pay so much in new york to go to these events you and do. they trash you do exactly yeah so look maybe like it's a brunch series in your apartment maybe it's a book club that you put together once a month and you ask people for a little bit but mm-hmm. look, there's so many creative ways to yeah and i love how you were saying like she has her whole family yes her mom it. was working the door <laughs> her friend her best no friend was go in the kitchen mama. i love it <laughs> That reminds me of like when I was in Cuba mm-hmm. and like the girl was like, oh, my my father-in-law's going to come get you to pick you up. And if mm-hmm. you need something to eat, yep. my mother's got this and this. Like they were putting everybody on. Yes. And that's the way to do it. Airbnbs, family hustles. Yes. Like that's another great, great way too. And that's like so like I remember watching like Cooley High, like mm-hmm. these old 70s movies in like Chicago and Harlem. And like, what is it but a rent party? And yes. just like ask like, come over, you got to pay. Right. Rent is due right. Friday. <laughs> we are so creative Listen, as a community. We're not I new to stand. this. <laughs> we're not new to this. What else? Um, I would say a small way to build with your community is to support small businesses. Yes. I was recently put onto this app. It's called Official Black Wall Street. Mm -hmm. And it's basically, um, it's really, it looks great too on your phone. It's like a database of black small businesses. And people can submit them or the business owners can like, you know, do up their profile. And it basically, it's like anything from like a pharmacy to restaurants to stores. Yeah. And you can... Just like, again, money is power. And like, what do you want to empower yeah. with your money? Yeah. Directories are actually a good way to also make money. I don't mm. know what the profit margins are, but people are lazy. So when you take the time to curate a list like that for mm, people, yeah. whether it's in a newsletter or on your IG feed, like, you know, those are ways to say, hey, you know, upgrade uh, for a premium price. I could give you a couple more personalized options. I know a girl actually who... Um, she does like tour guides. She just traveled a lot, traveled a ton. Yeah. And so Cuba, especially, you know how everyone's yeah. always like, yeah. how do I get to Cuba? Like everyone has a question about Cuba. She just started putting guides together and charging for them. And that is so simple. And cause it's like, it fits the times as well. Cause like yeah. nobody wants a full blown like travel agent. Right. So you're like, right. I, can get on, <laughs> I can get on Google flights. Yes. <laughs> so, but like just tailoring it to like how much involvement people want. Yeah. Yeah, tweet us what you guys have done. I want to hear, whether with your community or on your own. Yeah, how you get in the coin. Mm -hmm. I feel like 2018 is also adding it in addition to being a great year. It's an intentional year. Yes. And just being really specific about, like, what we use our money toward Mm -hmm. and what we empower with it. Yep. And kind of continuing that legacy. I'm here for it. Well, 
Well, thank you guys for tuning in, getting a little woke on MLK Day. Yes, we hope you were as inspired as we are to go forth and just create for yourself and for your communities. Create. Uh, don't forget, if you have career or life questions or just, you know, want to pick our brain, mm-hmm. we, we will do that for free Listen, on here because we like here. you. Yes. Hit us up, jobblogs.com slash askjobblogs. And, of course, many, many thanks to our sponsor, One United Bank, America's largest black-owned bank. Yes, they live this, everything we talked about today, mm-hmm. economic empowerment and supporting our communities 24-7. So check them out at oneunited.com or at oneunited around the web. And of course, we want to hear from you. Again, tell us your ideas for creative ways for financial empowerment. We're at Joblogs all around the web and on joblogs.com. Yep. I'm Hamas Parker. And I'm at Cleave Out Loud on the web. Can't wait to talk to you guys again. Black History Month. See you on the first. (laughs) (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.